0: To yet another episode of the Snug Dan Nerdcast. I'm Kevin, and I've got a very good friend across the table from me.
1: It's me. It's me. It's a. It's me. It's not a guest. Yeah, it's, it's me. Danny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just Danny. And this I,
1: time we have better audio because I'm watching it very closely, like a hawk, and I'm very sad that we didn't last time.
0: We had to do like. A good 20, 30 minutes of like super testing and retesting today because it got out of whack, which honestly I think was karma since my audio was the audio that was out of whack. I'm pretty sure that it was karma because of how much talking I did during the D&D episode that we did. Nah, it's fine.
1: (laughs) So Uh. um, hopefully this. I will be monitoring everything closely. I'll be glancing at the screen, so if at any point I seem a little distracted, that might be why. I'm gonna do my best to make sure that we're not reflecting off each other, that we're not being unplugged, anything like that. Um, because I was very upset that our <laughs> episode returning after a two week break was terrible. So I know,
0: right? I was like so so upset. I mean, it didn't help that like part of it was because I was really loud, so your mic was picking me. Like it made it easier for your mic to pick me up. Um, but like I was super excited to be back, so. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was so was I, loud. so,
1: but I mean, I just, I feel bad for anyone that listened to that episode as their first time and, I know, right? and they heard that, that, that is not norm. That is not the norm, not so all. here we are. Um, um,
0: but yeah, that was, uh, I was laughing so hard when you like, when you looked at me and were like, oh God, my gain was all screwed up that entire time literally as soon as you adjust it you can hear the difference in the audio right at the end of the episode
1: (laughs) yeah i know and i don't know how it got turned up on its own because i remember actively turning it down right before we hit the record button and i i must like be tapping my i must be bumping it or something because the knob is super sensitive i might i might need to tap like tape it down eventually but
0: was like literally middle of venom so anyone who skipped on the venom stuff because of spoilers you didn't hear the audio correct itself because of the fact that it was during that
1: yeah so and as the guy with the screen facing him that is my job um i'll be much more attentive this time we were just so excited to record so i think we we just kind of let it go
0: kind of rushed through audio testing and everything yeah Uh, but anyway we're back again when i introduced us i almost introduced you as what the waitress at red robin called you the other day oh i was like i probably shouldn't on the podcast (laughs) i mean we can
1: i mean i don't see why not
0: that slurp definitely came through on the audio oh well okay that's okay it's Um, just me drinking coffee at 10 to 8 because i'm dying (laughs) (laughs) i'm so tired i've already had two bangs today and a cup of coffee
1: i forgot about bangs i like those energy drinks
0: Cherry Blade Lemonade that they came out with that's freaking good. That one and Wild and Watermelon are like the two that I've been drinking the most recently. It's their freaking 300. It's a caffeine per can. Jesus. So, it's a second cup of coffee. Coffee's like 120 milligrams per cup.
1: And it's not like 90% sugar.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm drinking it black. There Uh, you go. And then, yeah, bang, is sugar-free, so...
1: Well, yeah. um, I will um, confess on mic that I don't have a whole lot today. Um, I just didn't see anything that caught my eye throughout the week, um, and we've been... It's
0: because the big one got really, really hush-hushed, and it happened right before we recorded the last episode, but...
1: Okay, there's a big one, huh? All right. <laughs> um, I'm excited to hear that. I haven't. I don't know anything about uh, Kevin's topics. He hasn't told me except for one of them that we briefly talked about for a moment. Yeah,
0: it's the one that I like remembered in the middle of ranting about Venom. Let there be carnage last night or last time. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which we'll tired talk that about at The last episode last night.
1: So Kev. Um, I started last time. Then do you want to go this time?
0: Yeah. I'll I'll um I'll open up with uh yeah. I'll uh I'll open up with one that's um actually uh an interesting mixture of um two uh categories that we like to cover okay. on the podcast. Anime and tabletop RPGs. I was
1: so hoping that you were gonna say anime <laughs> because that was one of my
0: topics is an anime. There has been an announcement <clears throat> by Don't Panic Games and Mono Project Studios of an official tabletop RPG based in the lore setting and world of Cowboy Bebop
1: oh shit okay yeah now full confession i've not seen cowboy bebop i haven't either, i do but know i've heard good things me too um nick one of my friends he swears by it it is i think it's his favorite show ever um he says it's it's a half to watch and i just i don't know i i put it on once and i just
0: wasn't attentive to it so reading through the article i guess it's like futuristic bounty hunters in space yeah it's like the it's like a bounty hunter jazzy western the it's like a an amalgamation of so many different things it's hilarious
1: yeah that's what the anime is i think uh i think the main character's name is spike uh
0: i don't know it doesn't mention
1: i think it is i think that's his name
0: but like, it doesn't but yeah
1: he's a he's a bounty hunter and uh cowboy bebop is their ship
0: Ah, uh, gotcha Yeah, see, I, like, literally know (laughs) nothing about Cowboy Bebop except for that it's an anime and that a lot of people are like, oh my god, it's so good. It's Cowboy Bebop. Like, literally what I know about Cowboy Bebop comes from this article on Dicebreaker.com about the um, upcoming um, RPG, TTRPG. Um, So the two companies, funny enough, the two companies that are creating this are um, French and Italian. So, um, uh, Don't Panic Games is out of France, and Mana Project Studios is out of Italy.
1: Okay, so, so we've got amalgamation of cultures.
0: Which, I mean, from the way they explained it, it sounds like that's just par for the course with this anime being turned into a TRPG, because it, like, blends, like, six different... That's literally, such an interesting choice. The quote is... Uh, Players will live through their own stories of Bounty Hunters in Space, a jazzy universe-blending western film noir and buddy cop movies, accompanied by one of the best anime soundtracks in history.
1: (laughs) Accompanied by one of the best anime soundtracks in history? Apparently. So does the... Does the tabletop come with the soundtracks?
0: That was what they were. they were like, they added there that, that, that hopefully means the book will provide players with some soulful background tunes, but details likely won't be provided before the campaign launches. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Because they're launching a Kickstarter in 2022 for this. Oh, okay. Wow. So they're going to try and get funded through Kickstarter, but they've already announced that they're doing it.
1: Oh, yeah um, that's an interesting idea i never i've never heard of a tabletop shipping with like audio or sound effects or anything
0: they should it's possible that it may come with like a website to go to where you can get it um instead of coming with a disc just because the availability of cd players is
1: non-existent right now just about yeah
0: at this point well, they're kind of trying to phase out cds pretty bad in the tech world <laughs>
1: Yeah, so how would they be playing the music? I wonder.
0: That's why I assume that it's likely either going to, it'll either likely come with like a flash drive that's got the tracks on it, or it'll come with a website or a code. Oh, uh, probably the, the code. The website. Yeah. Probably that the will- code allow you to get the tracks onto your PC or mobile device. Or it's
1: like a greeting card. you open up the page and it starts playing the music <laughs> out of the book. Oh, God, that would be speakers. horrible because uh, once,
0: the, once the battery died, you'd never be able to oh, do it again. Because you'd have to tear the page open to be able to get to the battery. Ugh, no. Okay. So, yeah. Is um, the, or maybe it'll have like a music box included. That could be a possibility.
1: That'd be that'd interesting. Be, I don't know.
0: It'd be very different, that's for sure.
1: I've, this is the first I've ever heard of something like the shipping with like a soundtrack attached to
0: it. That's kind of whack. So, but yeah, it was just one of those, like, I saw this pop up. Actually, um, Shane on Lawful Stupid uh, shared this uh, this specific article on one of the channels. And I saw it and I was like, ooh, that's a nice blend of things that we like to talk about on the podcast. Let me do a little research into that. <clears throat> huh. So, but yeah, it's... Um, Honestly, it sounds kind of cool, so I think I might um
1: think about buying
0: it. I might consider purchasing it and maybe uh some content regarding that when it comes out on the podcast.
1: Do you have any idea of like how it's going to play or like Because it's just a tabletop, right?
0: Yeah, it doesn't mention, like, anything regarding the system specifically. So I'm not sure if they're going to use, like, the D20 system, if they're going to follow something close to D&D, if they're going to go somewhere along the direction of, like, Shadowrun. Um, It's kind of up in the air. I would assume that it's probably going to be something similar to some of the other ones that they've released. Um i guess they had they've so they've worked with Watanabe um for uh attack on titan the last stand and naruto ninja arena
1: i was just reading that i looked it up because yeah. i wanted to know what the what the kickstarter looked like and i didn't so it's officially licensed too mm-hmm. so the creator of the anime was like yeah man make the table yeah that's
0: uh, that's watanabe he's right
1: and oh you know what that's funny because it's also coming out on Netflix as a live action adaptation yes
0: they mentioned that I in the article even, too I
1: didn't even put two and two together when you mentioned it that's so Cowboy Bebop is making some kind of comeback here I wonder, if, I wonder if he's planning on reviving the anime in some way shape or form
0: maybe I guess there was only 26 aired episodes
1: mm-hmm. short it's a short show
0: I should probably take the time to watch it while it's still short yeah <laughs> <laughs> Those attending Essen Spiel this year, or Spiel Games Booth for more information on the upcoming title. They have like Eat Game. Essen is literally to eat, and Spiel is game. Why? <laughs> they literally have a, a, a convention called Eat Game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Eating game. Like, if That's yeah, all I mean.
0: like. That's what it says right here in the, like towards the end of the article, it says those attending Essence, uh, Essen Spiel this year can visit Don't Panic Games booth for more information on the upcoming title. The Kickstarter campaign for Cowboy Bebop, the role-playing game launches sometime in 2022 with pricing and release dates likely not coming oh, until that point. Oh,
1: okay. So the Kickstarter will launch in 2022. I yeah. literally just pulled an article right when you said those exact words and it said that exact thing. But yeah, okay.
0: Literally, the convention or what like—the convention that they're talking about this year—is it's literally translates to eat game. <laughs> or so why eat, uh, eat play? I guess because uh, spielin is um, to play, so it's like, it's like eat play.
1: For those that don't know, Kevin speaks Spielers, a small lick of German.
0: I took two years in high school. <laughs> <clears throat> I know conversational German, um, um but yeah, it's like literally like eat game. Usually, they use spiel as interesting. Game. They're going through a Kickstarter, yeah. It's honestly, it almost seems like they're they probably have the funding to do it, but they figure with how much, uh, like attention Cowboy Bebop has, they could probably lighten that load by releasing that Kickstarter and giving out information through the Kickstarter. <clears throat> honestly i mean it's not bad there's a lot of companies that have started turning to kickstarter to actually like get the funding that they need to do things and some of the projects that you can find on kickstarter are insanely cool
1: yeah but i've heard a lot of them are are scams like a lot of them are people that like yeah you they promise something and then they're like in 10 years it'll be here and then they run away with the money and it's never seen again
0: yeah you gotta you gotta kind of like hard research into everything and see like i personally wouldn't trust any any company on Kickstarter that's putting out like a big major project that isn't a company that's already done that at least a couple times before, yeah, like right. already gone through Kickstarter stuff out, or like a reliable company that's already put out plenty of stuff beforehand. Yeah. So like you know with this one they've put out several games beforehand like if you want to donate that, to that yeah, kickstarter that's probably gonna turn out like they're probably gonna make it whether they do good on kickstarter or not
1: i saw they launched a be uh cowboy bebop card game in 2019 yeah, they did i didn't even never heard of it
0: it's a deck building game yeah oh
1: i love those games that's so, like uh that's like you you build your own deck out of the main deck right
0: it's like uh like villainous um yeah the disney Villains. yeah okay. i really want to get that one i really villainous. do i want to play it so bad
1: okay
0: um i've ever since they came out with it i've seen them like i want to get we this. always have it at target <laughs> i know it literally it came out while i was still working at target so like i would walk past it on the daily and just be like i that. want to get that and they're like i'm not gonna buy it today i
1: mean you never that's how, that's how i feel too i was walked by a board game and i'm like god i really want to buy that but then i see the price tag and i'm like it's just so hard to let go of that money for a board game, and you don't I, know why.
0: I tried to hint at it a couple of times to like other people, like, hey, you should get this for me for like a present. <laughs> like, hey, Christmas is coming up. Disney villainous. Yeah, anyway.
1: <laughs> well. I don't know, Kevin. We'll see. Um, Maybe,
0: yeah. I'm like going to say, I'm sure Maddie can hear me from the other room. <laughs> uh, if she assuming, does. She better be taking down notes. Assuming she's not, um, uh, what you call it? assuming she's not watching a show or something. But, um, I mean, I told my dad this year that I just want camo because I need more camo so I can go hunting.
1: Mm, It is
0: getting to be that time already. Well, anyway. Cowboy Bebop. Yep, Cowboy Bebop tabletop RPG. Not something I would have expected. Not at all. It was just something that kind of popped up and I was like, hmm, anime, tabletop. Nice. Let's check it out. That's our niche. Looked into it and I was like, this actually seems pretty cool. I think I'd be down for this because honestly, like the one Starfinder game that i did play in we kind of did exactly that we were like bounty hunters that were put onto a ship and like sent off to go do that kind of like hunt down bounties that's so how my character ended up with a.
1: oh sorry say that last part again you uh you got too quiet oh
0: did i get too quiet <laughs> <laughs> my yeah, yeah. bad uh i ended up, my character ended up with like an alien child um uh, I don't remember what the race was, but yeah, it was basically like this weirdly powerful alien. So I essentially had like the alien version of Jack Jack and it.
1: Oh, that's know, adorable. I took care of it. <laughs> I Aww.
0: took care of this child. And then River um accidentally uh, blew up grenades on my chest while I was taking a nap and almost killed the baby. I remember that story. Yeah.
1: <laughs> was, it, uh, was it ever confirmed what Jack Jack's actual superpower is? in incredibles uh because he just turns into a monster right he just turns into like this he, beast like, and he well, gets all fast he can, and like super he can strong
0: shape shift and he can like teleport and he's like he one of the most powerful matter sh- like phase shift and he's got laser eyes and he's like <laughs> he's like a crazy amalgamation of different powers like i don't i don't think they actually gave an official name for it
1: be cool if they did but like i want a whole i want a whole cinematic universe of incredibles
0: if we were to like shift his information into the world of my hero academia his quirk would probably be like everything (laughs) all (laughs) for one he would be everything quirk (laughs) because he could just do it
1: i remember um because we were talking about kickstarter i remember watching a video by moist critical and um he was talking about a kickstarter scam and it was a laser lawnmower the laser lawnmower cut your grass with a laser (laughs) imagine (laughs) terrible oh
0: my god you know the things that you would end up you know the things you would end up accidentally cutting with that fucking lawnmower that and (laughs) setting your
1: lawn on fire yeah
0: like yeah you'll set your lawn on fire you the laser uh, like it's not easy to contain that laser without it cutting through other things so like
1: So interesting, company using Kickstarter. Um, oh, that was what I was gonna say too. Is um, so like you know the video game Banjo Kazooie. Um, you've probably heard of it. You might not have played it. I haven't played it, but I know of it. Um, you definitely should, especially if you know how to emulate. You should definitely play it. Um, anyway, the guys that made the original Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie, its sequel, they, the story about that is that um, so originally Rareware was the developer for. Uh, those games and they were partnered with Nintendo to make the games and then Microsoft bought Rareware and they were making the uh, the other game the other sequel to Banjo-Tooie except they called it Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts and it was a complete flop nobody liked it nobody nobody likes it Um, I've heard it's actually a decent game on its own but in terms of like the Banjo-Kazooie universe it's (laughs) not at all what it should be. So anyway, that was a huge flop. Um, But the original developers of Banjo Kazooie from Rareware made their own Kickstarter, and they developed a game called Ukulele, and Mm -hmm. that game was kind of like the successor to the Banjo Kazooie um, uh, franchise. Uh, It didn't. I mean, I I heard good and bad things about Ukulele. It was made in Unity Engine, okay. Which, uh, in my opinion, if you're making like, if you're a big publisher like that, and you're making like a, a very beloved game i i would probably have made a custom engine i wouldn't have used unity unity is used for games like for beginners and stuff yeah. and they made a really good looking game kind of but um a lot of people said it was boring but anyway that so attack
0: on titan game that we played with the yeah. dj on the unity yeah yeah it is <laughs> exactly the yeah game had so many bugs and
1: uh and get down mr <laughs> president where you're saving donald trump from a sniper yeah <laughs> That's also made on Unity.
0: The only get down, Mr. President, I ever remembered was playing it in real life when people, you just, in a group, you just put your fingers oh, on your ear like you were God. receiving a call and then you just be like, whoever the last person was in the group to not like put their fingers on their ears like, get down, Mr. President. Everybody had a up. That's the, f- <laughs> I remember that. We used to play that at church camp. <laughs> we need
1: to do that with our groups because that would be really funny. They'd Nobody get Nobody so would pissed.
0: understand. It would just be me and you.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's really you funny. and I would
0: be sitting there like this, and everybody else would be like, "What are you two doing?" Oh, I forgot we'll about like, that. Looking around, looking get around. down, Mr. President. But we throw end him up down. tackling like. It would it would be Nylea, almost guarantee. It would end up being Nylea. Like if other people joined in, like River would probably copy us, and Philip would copy us, (laughs) and then like people would maybe start to catch on, and it would end up being Nylea who like wasn't paying any attention to us because we're stupid, (laughs) not because she says that, but because we're actually stupid. Um, (laughs) Because we're
1: actually dumb.
0: um, And then we'd end up tackling Nylea, and then she'd be pissed at us (laughs) because we just tackled her out of nowhere. (laughs) like we would definitely have to do it like out of the guys (laughs) just the guys
1: that is a really funny um improv game to play though Uh, i do like it
0: it's it's definitely like if everyone's on the same page it's really fun to play and if you're not afraid
1: to tackle somebody
0: yeah (laughs) like it's a problem if not everyone understands the game because they'll you like you end up tackling them and then they're like what the fuck just happened and you're like "I, it's the game and they're like what game it's <laughs> let's get, let's get down Mr. President yeah that's what you shouted before you tackled me I, okay yeah it's yeah
1: um, so it's like yeah, the blood art game <laughs> uh, so companies using kickstarters that's where I was going with that and uh, so <laughs> yeah. a lot of companies do use kickstarters but mostly they're they're like independent
0: yeah small indie groups which I guess is
1: that is don't panic that's their company name right, um, right? I think I read that Oh so boy, no. here we go. Let me pull the Fact article check. back
0: open. Reopen the Fact article. Check. <laughs> Fact check.
1: You know that joke? Yeah, don't panic I games. Yeah, I Yeah, don't panic games eat. That's ah, uh, we...
0: freaking Steven Crowder. Uh, okay, yeah. Fact check. <laughs> I, just, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> um, you can hate me all you want for liking Steven Crowder. He's funny, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> cool. Cowboy Bebop, huh?
0: cowboy Bebop, not tabletop. I, that's not
1: something i thought was going to get thrown back up in recent years I, I was surprised when they rebooted it on netflix and people have really high hopes for it i guess the intro for the for the show came out on netflix mm-hmm. and people are really happy with it shockingly normally well, that's, that's good something because that's like uh-uh, but every
0: other live action anime that i've seen come to fruition through netflix has been doo-doo. just horrible
1: mm-hmm, complete doo.
0: exhibit a death note the only again we've we've mentioned this before. The only good thing that happened in the live action adaptation from Netflix of Death Note was using Willem Dafoe as the voice of Ryu. Love <laughs> I love Willem Dafoe. Just put him in like more movies, please. <laughs> like that's literally the only good thing that happened in the live action version of Death Note. Need to find a youth
1: to keep Willem Dafoe young.
0: For real, throw him in the Lazarus <laughs> pit.
1: I remember he used to do a commercial and I don't even remember if it was a Super Bowl commercial but it was like an insurance commercial or something but he was in it and Mm. uh, he was like the devil and he was sitting down (laughs) having like coffee with this dude and he was talking to him and he was like so I have a proposal for you and it was like for insurance or something but eventually the guy (laughs) signs the contract and he's like thanks and his eyes glow like yellow and shit oh it was badass
0: (laughs) that's awesome it
1: was so cool It was yeah it was a cool Willem Dafoe commercial um could probably find it if you just look up Willem Dafoe commercial um I and ironically uh that you mentioned Death Note I just watched rewatched Death Note as the ser- as a series like last week I just rewatched it.
0: I started watching the like actual anime cuz like I watched the whole live action. Yeah. And I was like this was okay. I watched the first episode of the anime and was like okay that was horrible. Like, that, that whole live action was terrible. Oh, like, I thought you were saying the much anime was pick horrible. Apart, I was I like,
1: know, oh, Kevin. How
0: much I could <laughs> pick apart the, like... Because I knew the anime came first, so I couldn't be, like... like there was no way I was going to be, like, oh, my God, the live action is so much better. Like, no. <laughs> I watched the first episode of the anime, and I was like, oh, my God, the live action was horrible. Like, there's so much that's not even close. Really? In the, yeah. In the live action, in comparison. Like, just in the first episode, like, there's so much that's wrong, and you're just like, oh, my God. People
1: got really upset about L. In the live action because it was a black dude wearing a hoodie the whole time and like in the show it's not even i d- netflix has their own agendas though that's that's why
0: is whether or not it was that kind of pandering it doesn't matter i yeah yeah i i felt like l was portrayed far too like just from the little bit that i met of him in the like first couple episodes of death note like L was portrayed very, very differently in the live action than he was in the. He's supposed the to anime. be this
1: really distrusting, really secretive, um, awkward guy. Yeah, that's and what he's they made to him be. like
0: weirdly quirky and like. Yeah. Uh, like it, it was just it's it's hard to explain exactly, but he was like he although he was kind of awkward in the the anime, like he was still like confident of himself. And in the in the live action, like he was just weird about things. The one scene from the
1: live action I did see was when he confronts light and calls him Kira. Um, But it's so weird because in the show and this is I have no idea why they made this decision in the show, in the movie. They have a bandana around his face in the show. That's not the case ever at all. He has he just wears his face around light because they eventually meet. But he never hides his face. He just doesn't tell him his name. Cause that's all you need. Uh, so it's, it's just weird that they gave him a bandana. I don't understand. Uh, maybe the movie explains it, but I don't know. I,
0: didn't really uh, it yeah. didn't really make it sense makes me wonder he... why
1: the fuck they do that man like just stay true to the anime as much as you can people will like it
0: <laughs> especially when it's something minor like that doesn't actually increase like the budget yeah. at all like just take off the fucking bandana <laughs> to, like he didn't hide his face you don't have to hide his face that's not gonna ch- like bandana no bandana that's not gonna change the budget of the movie that much like it's not like we're asking for huge special effects to follow like just just I don't mean, they cover did the <laughs> yeah yeah
1: um but
0: i mean anyway and honestly ryuk in the live action didn't look that bad like he he looked looked great
1: i liked him yeah i think he was an actual suit he was either a suit or an actual i'm pretty sure it was a suit yeah i think it was a suit and it looked great um i mean anyway so anyway death note is legendary the anime is legendary you should absolutely finish watching it yeah um i finished watching it and like i just remember i i was like god damn yeah this is really good um which brings us to a segue into my topic which I'll throw out. Um it's not going to be long. It's going to be basically just my thoughts and that you should watch it because I like it. <laughs> um so it's a new anime uh that came out I think last year that I'm really enjoying It's called To Your Eternity. And what it is, it's basically like so like at first I at first I thought it was a show about so the show starts with um this being the narrator talking about an orb that he creates and he sends this orb to earth and this orb lands on earth and it and it becomes the first thing that it touches so it touches a rock so it becomes a rock and it became a rock in like the antarctic or whatever and then uh eventually it just gets touched by more things and so it just transforms into different things until eventually um there's like a wolf In the Antarctic that uh, I guess stumbles upon it and I can't remember how the wolf dies while like carrying the rock or something Um, but when the wolf dies the rock becomes the wolf Um, and when it becomes the wolf it it carries the wolf's injuries so anything that it becomes it takes on that exact shape in that moment so if it had like a stab wound it would have the stab wound as that thing um it is also immortal so it can shape shift and change but it's also immortal and eventually as the wolf it kind of retraces its own steps and makes its way back to its owner who is this boy uh in like this snowy village and he is waiting for his people to come back because they all ventured out like the oregon trail style you know to go find new land and uh he eventually waits there forever and he's like okay they're not coming back anytime soon i have to go find them and so he and he and uh who he thinks is his wolf but it's the orb um uh they venture out together and the boy eventually gets his leg injured uh and they have to go back home um and he finds out that like all of his friends and family and loved ones died on the way to like their new land or whatever so he finds out that all of his family and village are dead And uh, he's hanging out with the dog inside the hut and uh, eventually, spoiler alert, um, this isn't a big deal if you're planning to watch the show. I mean, it's the episode one, Um, but you know, the boy dies inside the, uh, the hut that he lives in with the dog and the dog being the orb gets curious. So that's the orb's objective is just to learn about what is on earth. And um, after the boy dies, the orb turns into him. So he becomes, and there you have your main character. So now the main character is essentially this boy, but the orb doesn't know how to talk or anything like that. And so eventually the orb makes its own journey and it dies several times (laughs) along the way, like from wild animals, falling off cliffs, shit like that, because it just walks. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's immortal and it shapeshifts. And then eventually it comes upon uh, more and more stimuli, as the creator calls it. And, uh, you know it'll interact with people and it kind of de- develops this pattern of like the orb orb person meets human human has tragic backstory. Human is it like human loves orb and then human dies orb becomes that human. <laughs> um, but it also has this really kind of air of mystery about it because it has, it's kind of like uh after the person dies, the orb will become that person And then that person almost lives on in them as like a ghost or whatever, Um, because as more people die and the orb becomes them, they kind of, they see each other in the orb, like in the orb subconscious or whatever. Okay. Um... And so and I just finished up like one of the arcs in in the anime and it was so fucking tragic. It was like the saddest it was one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Oh, right in the feels. Yeah, it was pretty bad, but uh it's great. It's a great anime. Um I really like it. I'm not at the end yet. Um but to your eternity is what it's called and the opening song is made by utada hikaru Mm. uh who made the intro songs to kingdom hearts so um i recognized it like i listened to it and i was like i was like this sounds incredibly familiar like this sounds like her i don't think it is though because i i don't know anything about japanese singers they all kind of sound the same to me most of Mm -hmm. the time but that's the one i can pick out and uh sure enough it was her so um but yeah to your eternity is a great show I encourage you and everybody else listening who likes anime to watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people think it's getting a little boring because like I said, it falls into that pattern. And every time that this orb encounters somebody, they die or somebody in the group dies and then the orb becomes that person and then it leaves and it just kind of moves on to the next thing. Um, It has introduced a central enemy and more purpose so originally the show kind of makes you believe that the orb's purpose is just to learn and develop mm-hmm. uh, but eventually um the creator pops up and actually interacts with the orb and the orb learns how to talk from people eventually and he kind of explains that there are these things called uh um i can't remember what the enemy is called well, uh gonna kill me I have to look it up knockers that's what they're called they're called knockers not the good kind of knockers (laughs) yeah they're essentially like these tree things um, that can steal the orbs previous forms and memories Um, but it's a really cool show in concept because it's kind of like throwing a blank slate into humanity and you kind of get to see like how humanity interacts with this slate you see like the horrible things humanity can do and, of course, the good parts and, and how the orb learns. So it's it's a really cool anime. It's really interesting. The premise got me right away, like, with the orb being sent to Earth and just transforming and learning uh, from the living being. So that's what I've been watching lately. Um, I think I, I was watching something else, too, but I, I can't remember if I was or not. It was, like, three weeks ago I started watching anime again. My Hero Academia got really good... Um, I, you haven't I'm, caught I'm, up
0: yeah I'm, I'm behind
1: what 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 did you stop on? Were you on season five yet? uh no, okay, you weren't on season five all right i I finished season five, so um, it gets really good you uh I'm just gonna tell you, um, you learned the backstory of Shigaraki, the handman, uh-huh, crazy, absolutely crazy um definitely you should be excited for that so yeah that's that's all i really had i uh i just wanted to share that i've been watching like a newer anime that has kind of an interesting uh premise
0: check that out i've been mostly like i honestly haven't had a whole lot of free time but when i have had free time i've kind of been trying to dedicate it to um playing uh, games on my computer so that way the money that i spent
1: <laughs> well I, dude like i said i mean when i first built my computer i didn't play it for like six months like well, i didn't like, touch it
0: i was so excited to like be able to play all the games and then like i just haven't had time
1: that's how it happens man so I'm but like... the, the computer though will last you so long it'll be yeah. ridiculous like the like, investment will will just end up being worth just by having it, because it's always something you're going to be able to boot up.
0: Legit, my plan tomorrow would have been, was going to be, to, like, chill and play games. Brake pads went bad on my Honda, so I need to replace the brake pads, and I'm, like, 200 miles at least over the 6,000 miles, and probably a month and a half over the six months, because it's, you know, 6,000 miles or six months is the recommended oil change so like i'm still relatively close it's not going to hurt the car to wait a little bit longer to do it but i'd rather not uh yeah Um, i'm so worried about that i still need to i need to do oil change i need to do the brake pads and then i've had a project car so i'm working on that too and yeah just i got a bunch of car work to do tomorrow Mm. i well man i haven't been gaming
1: either lately it's it's really weird i uh Normally, I'm sitting there every night waiting for somebody to hop online, or we do, and we play for like six hours straight. But lately, I've been, I mean, like, I play on RuneScape a little bit, but I'm still free to play on there. And, like, literally, the only thing I can do free to play on RuneScape right now is mine. I and keep it, it forgetting is agonizingly to like, go
0: download. So that that way I can play with you.
1: You should. They have like a, um, so they're, they, so like before you had a client and it was like the regular client or whatever. Now they have a new client. Did I, t- I don't even know if I told you about this, but they haven't, think you did. They have a newer client and it has like all kinds of really useful tools. Like it will highlight like places you need to click, uh, to like find a certain item. It'll highlight that item anywhere you go. So if it's on the ground or something, it'll come up in like purple text on the screen oh. so that you can be like, Oh, there it is. Or, like, if you're doing a quest, it'll have an arrow that's constantly showing you where to go, what to do, who to talk to, what number to press, um, so that you can get through the quest easier. Um, and, like, it also shows, like, like if you're mining a rock in RuneScape, mm. if you mine the rock and the ore is depleted, you wait a certain amount of time, and then it'll come back, and then you can mine the rock again. It'll have, like, timers oh. that, in, that are, like, in the middle of the rock that'll, like, fill up so that you know when the rock is done uh, regenerating, so that you can just click on it again you can judge when you need to stop and when you need to go so it's got there's a lot of like quality of life stuff in the new launcher so that's why i've been playing it so much because i'm just it's such a fun game to relax and just have there while you're watching tv or something um but like in terms of other games like ghost of tsushima we were on that grind for a while and then we just kind of all fell off it's really hard to get people coordinated and all on at the same time apex even we haven't really played apex at all Uh
0: Played the other day for like a little bit. I still suck. But I like, I don't want to, until I really get the hang of controls, I don't want to get on with randoms, to be totally honest, because I don't feel like dealing with people yelling at me because. Now that's the thing though, like literally I, I've done, cause normally I'm the same
1: way, but literally I've filled with randoms before solo queuing and uh, most people don't even use a mic. Most people just like stay dead silent unless you're talking in yours the whole time. Then people will talk to you. But most of the time they just stay silent and then they just like disconnect if they really don't like it. (laughs) So I don't know. In my experience, it's been pretty positive. I had one guy once.
0: I had some people get like super salty at me on League of Legends
1: yeah <laughs> that's like, league man
0: like but it was like it wasn't ranked it was literally just like casual play and they got all salty with me and I was like, because of like my champion choice for where i was going and i was like okay like okay Who
1: want to want to come <laughs> to my house and take over my keyboard for me <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> like i mean i don't know sometimes people be like that just...
1: <laughs> yeah toxicity sucks man
0: so i was like yep okay now I understand why so many people that haven't been into League for very long don't want to start up. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> most of y'all are fucking dickheads. Like, I could understand if it was, like, ranked and I made a poor choice. What you doing? Like, you're going to throw the game for us because of that. Like, okay, ranked. I'm not even high enough level to play ranked. So I can only play casual. There's literally no stakes except for XP in casual. Do
1: you, do you even share XP? Does it even. No. So it's, then it's just you. Yeah. It just affects it's based you based on you're bad. Your own performance. Well, then they. Whatever. I, I, like, I don't know, man. People and legitimately,
0: need to chill. they clear the like, every. I want to say, like, every six months or so, they, like, clear your game history. So, like, your win loss ratio in casual doesn't even matter every six months. <laughs> so, like. like Fuck. <laughs> It's literally pointless to be picky about playing casual. Yeah. What else know, you dude? got
1: for us nine All right.
0: Um, in an attempt to, again, avoid the possibility of people being upset about spoilers, even though it's no longer in theaters anymore and not as big of a thing. It's not? We'll wait on Shang-Chi, so we'll go wow. to the big one. Oh. The one that I told you happened just before we recorded last episode. Um, yeah, the article that I read was from October 6th and apparently Twitch got hacked. Oh yeah. That was something I did want to talk about. I did
1: read and hear all about Twitch
0: got hacked and they, the like hacker, did you know that the hacker labeled the like file that they released with all of the information that was on it, um, as, uh, like. Part one. Part one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're There's gonna more
0: like like they're either gonna release more or like they plan to hack again after they fortify again. Mm-hmm. Um, so currently the leak that they released was three years worth of details regarding creator payouts on Twitch, the entirety of Twitch.tv quote unquote with commit history going back to its early beginnings. Source code for the mobile, desktop, and video game console Twitch clients. Code related to proprietary SDKs and internal AWS used by Twitch. Which, I mean, you know what? You want to release internal stuff on Amazon Web Services? My opinion? Fucking go for it. Yeah. I don't like Amazon anyway. (laughs) Um, Unreleased Steam competitor from Amazon Game Studios? Nice. Well
1: done, buddy. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, as in like Amazon plans to release a game store? Seems like it. Oh, I didn't even hear about this. See, people are that, talking about the wrong things with this It's either hack that man. or
0: it was an abandoned project that like, they started and realized they wouldn't compete with Steam and gave up on it that was just archived. Still but interesting. I, I doubt that that's the case. It's probably one I that could they were see, working on. I'm surprised
1: on. Amazon hasn't done it already.
0: Yeah. Uh, data on other Twitch properties like IGDB and CurseForge and Twitch's internal security tools. Leak is labeled as part one, suggesting there could be more to come. Uh, Twitch has been aware of the breach, but the company has not yet informed its user base. I still have yet to receive anything from Twitch saying that they were, uh, that they had an information breach. So
1: they, they did, they did address it. They, they did address they it. Did. They like, didn't send out emails, okay. but they, they made a company wide statement. Like, yeah. They, I knew
0: that they made a statement, but I like, they hadn't directly contacted anybody about it. So like, if you weren't looking for that information, you they wouldn't might not see it.
1: They might've only sent emails to people they knows d- data was, um, was, mind
0: according to this nobody's um nobody's user data was released it seems like they didn't touch any like personal user data during the hack from what they're explaining in the article here about the hack that's hard for me to believe it appears to be only twitch like software stuff and amazon yeah. software well, stuff and, connected to twitch that they tapped into and released and streamer income but yeah streamer like yeah payouts which is so it's like it's all like twitch data and not like direct user like personal user information uh, then that's
1: probably why
0: so i think it was more of uh, them trying to like I guess they also put it under the uh Twitch do better uh thing. Like they marked it as part of that. So it's probably somebody just going over the top trying to tell Twitch to be better about shit. I mean, their there's shit. some
1: there's some there's some scary people out there, man. I mean, there are people who are hired by the US government because they're so good at, at doing shit like that, you know? Oh yeah. There's so I mean you could say Twitch do better all you want, but for every security system, there will always be someone to bypass that security system. yep every time there's the nature of the internet and technology. What I think is interesting about this whole ordeal is um everyone's focusing on the wrong part. everyone's focusing on twitch streamer income if you've noticed that's like a huge point of like of irritation like people are suddenly upset that these streamers are making millions of dollars uh I think like the xqc i think his i think his income just from last month alone was seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars paid out from twitch and that's not counting his sponsorships that's not counting donations that's not counting um ads like ad revenue that's not yeah. counting anything like that um that's just counting straight up twitch payout through subs Which, I mean, you can kind of get... Anyway, you can get a rough idea of how many subs somebody has, which is public information, and you can kind of calculate how much they're getting out of Twitch anyway. Um, It's it's weird that I think people find this a uh, surprise. I mean, people have been making millions of dollars like this online for almost a decade now, at least. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It's weird that everyone's focusing on that. What I'm more interested in is what... like. What I'm more interested in is, like, what Twitch's, like, algorithms, like, what Twitch's algorithms are like, what its marketing is like, what its internal, like, searches are for, like, bumping people up. Yeah. Because we know about YouTube retention time and, like, algorithms for that, but I don't really know anything about Twitch's.
0: I don't really know, like, what gets you highlighted on Twitch. I'm going to say mine has been like, as far as mine goes, like what I've seen when I pop onto Twitch and streamers that I usually watch aren't active is usually it tends to send people like it suggests people that are playing the same games as the streamers that I've been watching. Like that, that's usually what pops up on mine. So like, as far as that goes, it seems like for the most part, it's just grouping together, you know, similar streams. Um, but like I don't know a hundred percent of it, of course.
1: Well, I um I was just thinking about this today, actually. I always remember my first time streaming on Twitch and I remember thinking how Twitch is so um new user friendly, like new streamer friendly, because when you first start streaming, you put in whatever game you're streaming and then you stream it and you pop up on a list of that game, uh like a page. Like it's it's like a whole webpage dedicated to that game and streams of that game. And a lot of times people will skip past the large streams because they know they will never be addressed. They know they'll never be noticed. Yeah. So they'll go to like an earlier or like a a lower or like a lesser known streamer so that they can go in and actually interact in the in the chat. Yeah. Um, Which I thought is kind of like one of the strongest aspects of being on Twitch But I feel like over the years, I feel like Twitch has kind of gone away from that, and I feel like there's something on the back end kind of embracing the higher popularity and higher viewership, because I kind of noticed less traffic for smaller streamers lately.
0: So you want to hear some information about that uh, uh, Steam competitor that uh, Amazon's working on?
1: Yeah, tell me about it.
0: All right, so they're going to call it Vapor.
1: Oh my god,
0: No. V A P O U R, Vapor.
1: Vapor.
0: Yeah. a power. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> great. We were already memeing it. Um, so they planned on releasing PC Stormfront, a storefront called Vapor, would be complete with Steam and the Epic Games Store. Or that would compete with Steam and the Epic Games Store. Um, they, looks like Twitter user Sinoc provided screenshots
1: i will have to look at that
0: i'll have to find those on twitter um so uh basically yeah they were planning oh yeah they've been secretly planning this uh competitor store um what it's looking like looks like they're planning on integrating um uh the ability to utilize vapor through twitch like okay, connecting yeah. them specifically so like you'll be able to connect your your Twitch and your Vapor which I mean duh, it's but they're both Amazon owned yeah. so that's yeah. kind of expected. Um and then they have plans at the moment it looks like there are screenshots um showing popular games like Fortnite and PUBG
1: mm, uh, of course got to be a part of that. The
0: so there's not a whole lot in this i mean i'm sure it's gonna as... be a game store it does sound like a game store but vape world oh god oh no uh it's a plan it looks like a planned vr chat type game
1: oh awesome do you within, vape the whole time within
0: vapor called vape world you blow
1: <laughs> thick smoke bro
0: <laughs> oh my god Amazon. jeff get a hold of your developers because jesus christ one thing
1: i'm so what vape i'm not world. excited for about this is <laughs> one thing i'm not excited for about this is like you know amazon can pull some strings and you better bet that new and upcoming games are going to have amazon exclusive releases
0: Bro, very
1: not ready for that
0: welcome to vape world Oh man, <laughs> Vapor's gonna be the freaking. It's gonna be the chat of the PC game store. You know, it's such
1: a, it's such a, it's such a shitty situation too, because like you love. You okay there? <laughs> Doing okay.
0: I'm just laughing because that I. Uh, they decided to name it Vapor, and they. Are creating what is likely going to be a VR chat room called Vape World. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness, I'm sorry. Amazon just they fi- they finally did something to surprise me. Oh my goodness! I, I guess it is surprising. I didn't think that they could. Uh, like I, I hope shareholders see that now that it's been released and go v- Vape World. <laughs> Excuse me. I, yeah
1: i hope that that's a work in progress name and <laughs> not like a. Be. it's probably a placeholder name
0: it's gotta change i couldn't imagine they would no. actually make
1: it vape world
0: <laughs> you know how many nations you know how many memes are gonna exist about vape world <laughs> when that releases <laughs> oh my god
1: but um in terms okay. of an actual store I uh, What I'm not excited for are the Amazon exclusive deals that are going to pop up out of this. Um, and it's kind of tough because Amazon is so huge that it's one of those things where like they could totally pull major discounts and make things cheaper. So people are going to use the store, right? Because that's kind of what Epic Epic Games Store did. What they do is um they actually feature monthly free games just for having a free Epic Games account. You don't even have to pay monthly for it. You just have an Epic Games account and they give you free games every month. Um, It's kind of whack, but it's really cool. I have one um, and I've got some pretty fun games that uh, are that came out totally free and I own them now. So Um, I don't know if Amazon would plan to do anything like that, but definitely makes me wonder if Steam is going to have some kind of response for this, especially now that it's leaked. That's huge for their competitors.
0: Yeah. Huh. This is okay. You know what's really crazy? Hmm. This uh, Synoc person that released the um the Twitch stuff. So they've got stuff out on their on their Twitter, and uh, I just went to their Twitter page, and their location is Oregon. Yikes!
1: <laughs> Let's go pay him a visit.
0: <laughs> like straight up. Location says Oregon USA. Like holy shit. Alright. Alright. But yeah, they've got let's see. Really? It looks like Twitch has been keeping examples of nudity and general rule breaking. There's just a screenshot of uh files, like file folders from it, because they said they weren't gonna release the the nudes, but yeah, apparently <laughs>
1: we're not gonna release Apparently the nudes.
0: if you've been uh if you've been struck for nudity on Twitch, Twitch uh as an example yeah they had uh archives of the examples
1: oh that makes well i mean i guess that kind of makes sense it's like evidence you know like uh like runescape kind of does that as a matter of fact they don't take a screenshot of you but they uh they will like show you the evidence for what they banned you for so that kind of makes some sense to me yeah although i guess you just aren't informed that your nudes are being saved on twitch (laughs) Makes me wonder how big of a file folder they actually have.
0: Huh, like the um, raw data still available
1: from the hack? Like uh-huh.
0: the oh, <laughs> oh, on uh, PasteBin, it's got you can. It's got the raw data, and then you can. It's got an option to download but i might do it on my pc just to see uh what all they discovered it didn't pick you up uh, but you
1: said you might <laughs> oh. it said you, you said you had an option to download it on your phone yeah the there's an option
0: bin. to download on the phone uh, i'm not going to do it on my phone i might get on my pc and look and see more about vapor and vape world though interesting
1: <laughs> yeah i can't imagine that the uh, pace ben would have been taken down already i mean if, it, if it's a hack like that they're gonna probably let it it's out there, so there's nothing they yeah. can do about it. There's gonna be copies on copies on copies.
0: They're not gonna be able to fully scrub it. So,
1: the more ominous part about this whole thing is gonna be what's for part two, because that makes me wonder if it's user data. Um, or like what, what could possibly be, p- yeah. be for part two, you know, the,
0: uh, the article that I found, uh, highly suggested that if you don't have two factor authentication set up on your account to activate such yeah. and to change your password.
1: Yeah. I changed it the day I heard about the, uh, the attack. So I, I changed that immediately and I always had two factor authentication on, which everybody should get, by the way, for all your emails, for all your accounts, yeah. for all your games, get two factor authentication. I use authenticator, um, Which is awesome. Um, Probably one of the strongest anti-hack tools ever. Um, Yeah, crazy. Crazy stuff, Twitch being hacked. Kind of wondered when that was going to come to. Because normally, like streaming platforms like that, they get hacked all the time. But I have heard of uh, lawsuits breaking out like this before. So, I don't know. Because, I mean, you have to link up a uh, a payment method to Twitch. So, usually, it's usually PayPal. So, most people should be secure. But if you're using the same password for Twitch that you use for your personal email and your bank account, change that shit because you shouldn't be doing it. Because in events like this, that can happen and it is disastrous. Yep. So, if you're not tech savvy, pro tip, whenever you register an email for a site or a game never use it for the same password as your personal email change yep. it make it different, something because if you don't you just gave that person your personal email which is huge for recovering passwords and and uh getting into like bank accounts and stuff so just don't ever do that damn well i guess we'll segue right on in uh perfect timing to uh to Shang-Chi and we'll talk a little bit about that because we didn't really get
0: to last week no we didn't and uh, we totally wanted to I just completely forgot which those of you that did listen to last week's episode could tell because I literally mid-sentence froze recognizing that I had skipped over Shang-Chi and could hear the frustration in my voice as I realized that I forgot about Shang-Chi which was an excellent movie I did I absolutely like because it it kind of will spoiler alert like you know if you haven't seen it yet and you want to you just didn't see it in theaters and you know didn't don't have hbo max hop um, off go watch it come back Like yeah hop off go watch it come back good good call yeah that's a good one um <laughs> anyway um the whole like starting off with that like love story between you know shang mom and Amanda. dad like having that whole like love story thing at the beginning, I just like I rolled my eyes. I was like, oh Disney, you and your you and your fucking love stories again. Oh my God. And then like it very quickly like changed course and went to like very interesting. And I was like, okay, okay, you've redeemed (laughs) me.
1: So one thing I don't get about uh about the movie what so why did the wife lose her fighting ability like her powers and stuff suddenly these gangsters that walk up are responsible for killing her
0: so she it's not that she lost her fighting ability it's that she lost the power that she like the powers that she used the nature powers that she used because you like you only were able to harness those while you were within that city Oh, that's it? So, oh. like, her leaving that city and going somewhere else meant that she had to give up her access to those powers.
1: Oh, that's so... Because, like, that...
0: they were granted by the um, the dragon. Oh, okay. So, like, if you weren't going to live in the city and be with the dragon, then you didn't get the powers. So that's why she got killed by those gangsters, was because she she only knew how to fight using those powers.
1: Have we have we seen um, anything revolving around the Ten Rings in in, uh, the MCU at all?
0: Um, Not completely directly. Um, The Ten Rings were obviously in um, Iron Man 3 when they had the Mandarin in that instance, they, they reskinned him and brought him back. Cause if memory serves, I think the original comics had the Mandarin being the leader of the 10 rings, Shang, chis dad. Yeah. Um, however, in Iron Man three, the actual Mandarin quote unquote was, uh, Killian, um, uh, I'm forgetting his last name or er, Aldrich Killian. That was his name. Aldrich Killian who was the the like um, the crazy seaman guy that uh, Tony blew off at like a New Year's Eve party you know yeah, 20 years before. I haven't
1: seen Iron Man 3 in years. Yeah it's been a while since it. I've seen
0: it too. Um, a lot of people forget about Iron Man three. To be totally honest, like yeah. most people completely miss the entire plot of Iron Man three. Didn't they it come out right after
1: Civil War? Or no, not Civil War. Um...
0: It came after the Avengers, like First Avengers, because he's Was dealing the first with Avengers? the like yeah. mental trauma, the like the anxiety and mental trauma of going through that like warp to the other side of space, and then. So yeah, it kind of it, it fucks him up pretty bad. Um. But, uh, yeah, he, um, it was Aldrich Killian who was the actual Mandarin in that, which if, yeah, if memory serves, he was not actually, uh, the Mandarin comic wise. I, I
1: think, think they, he was
0: a different villain.
1: They said that in the movie, wise. didn't they? And didn't he say that that was an imposter and he was like, <clears throat> cause I remember at one point in the movie, the Mandarin, his dad was talking and he was like, he was like, um, he was talking he, about Trevor,
0: he, the actor that they hired. Trevor, uh, he's the the guy who pl- he's the the Mandarin on the videos. I just did air like I keep doing air quotes, and people keep <laughs> you can't see my air quotes, but I keep doing air quotes. Um, he was the Mandarin on screen, um, in Iron Man three. Uh, okay, he was Mister President. You have chosen. Da, da, da. Um, he uh, they kept him. When they shifted over to Shang-Chi because he was in Shang-Chi, he was the the like uh, British sounding guy that uh, he he was like best friends with the little winged fuzzy creature. Oh, my
1: God. Are you kidding me? That's the same that guy? That is the
0: same guy who was the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. Oh, my yes. God. That's
1: hilarious. So, I didn't even recognize him. And they him. referenced
0: that. He mentions that that's who he, like, that they had, like, a fake guy while, he, while Shang-Chi's dad was the one who was doing the, that's, the stuff. That's
1: what I was thinking. He, he mentioned and it, right?
0: Yeah. So the fake that he was talking about was Trevor. The actor that they hired to do it, so like they kept that and adjusted, like they moved Aldrich Killian to you know backseat, whatever, pushed him away, which actually outraged a good handful of people. Like there was a ton of people that were pissed off about Shang Chi because of that, because they were like, no, Aldrich Killian was the blah, 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 and you know Ten Rings weird Mandarin. Anyway, well, um, I like that the
1: Ten, ten Rings were like, uh, I I like that they were actually real. But mm, they, they used the
0: Ten Rings flag and symbol in Iron Man 3 for that.
1: Because that's the organization, right? The Ten Rings. Yes. Yeah, you and that's where, what they were talking about.
0: You know where else they used the Ten Rings flag and symbol? Mm-mm. In the very first Iron Man. Did they? They didn't reference it directly, but there is a scene when... Um, they have collected the parts to Tony's first Iron Man suit that he creates in the cave and um, Obadiah comes down there to the leader of that like Mm -hmm. Arabic group and when he goes in the tent in the background on the like wall of the tent is a flag with the ten rings symbol on it. Okay, interesting. not a lot of people catch. I didn't catch it until after watching the third one, I went back and watched the first one. Just I just felt like watching it. And I went... Oh, wait a second that looks familiar hang on a second i paused it and i looked at it and i went isn't that the and i went to like the clip of iron man 3 when it like shows the symbol before the mand- mandarin quote unquote air quotes uh mandarin goes on tv to address like the public and sure enough the 10 ring symbol that was there was the 10 ring symbol that was on that flag in the tent and i went wow would you look at that it's it's uh I thought it was they tied the ten rings in like from all the way back at the beginning we just didn't catch it
1: well he mentioned the ten rings too when he was talking about the fake he talked about um he said something about the fake mandarin and then I believe he also mentioned something about a fake ten rings group or like this is the real ten rings organization or something like that he said something like that when they're all having dinner together Mm -hmm. um he i just remembered noting that because it was very interesting to me because i was like the 10 rings were in iron man 1 like or like in the original iron man yep. uh, cuz they he made the reference in the movie um but uh shang chi works really well as a standalone movie
0: it does um, like it didn't even have to be connected to the marvel universe and it did great, yeah i'm glad it like, is <laughs> yeah
1: cuz i'm excited cuz he has the rings now doesn't he yes yeah so he he keeps the rings right
0: I believe he keeps them but doesn't use them unless he absolutely needs them. So like right. he's he's unlike his dad who was drawn to the power, he only uses them specifically to do good. And the rings make you immortal, right? They or, do, well, kind of. Kind well, of yeah, immortal. they make you as long as you, don't, you don't, don't like, yeah. You won't die from age or disease. You would die from, you know, someone killing you, but
1: Yeah, or something sucking out your soul. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which is a cool which brings me to the creature fucking awesome creature Yeah, I didn't expect that in a Marvel movie that was something like a kaiju movie I would expect it was sick I thought they were going to do the whole I was telling you this about it before I thought Mm -hmm. they were going to do the whole like Oh, he's got to stop his dad and have this big conflict with his dad. And then, like, right at the end, there's, he's going to be close to setting it free, but he's going to get it just in time and everything will be okay. But, no, that shit gets unleashed. And they have yes, a full fucking fight with the dragon and the evil whatever that thing was. They have
0: a badass it fight between awesome. all of that shit.
1: It was absolutely fantastic. Like... Marvel keeps pumping out these movies that are just impressive in every single way. Um, oh, and it had a what's her name, her, uh, the actress um, Shang's uh, Shang's uh, love interest. What's her name? Can't remember.
0: Oh, I don't. I don't know her. Uh, she's her a really. Name.
1: She's a really famous voice actor, and she actually plays the dragon in Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, I knew her voice sounded movie.
0: familiar, so I've probably yeah, heard stuff famous. that she's in.
1: Yeah, she she voices in a lot of stuff. She always plays the ditzy character, which is kind of what she played in Shang Chi. Mm. Um, Ran the Last Dragon, by the way, is okay. It's not the greatest movie. I I thought okay. it was going to be better, but it's nah. Anyway, um, um,
0: I was I was honestly very excited because like so they mentioned or like I we mentioned previously, or at least I did. Um, the in the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer when Wong goes through that portal and I was like, Oh yeah, he's in Shang-Chi. That might be him leaving to go to that. Um, and then Wong was there in the in the movie that I I I have to say I was laughing so hard when he came through in that end credit scene and he's like, My name is Wong and you need to cut like and da-da-da. And he was like, Yeah, I, I know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> You need to come with me. Who'd have thought that Wong was an underground fighter?
0: (laughs) I know, right? Like, huh? That explains why Wong is all over the the place. Was that the post credit scene? Do you remember what the post credit scene was? No, it wasn't. That was the end of the movie. The post credit scene was him talking with. Oh, it was uh, him showing them and um, uh, Captain Marvel and somebody else. And then um, can't remember who that last person was i don't either but they were all was, talking together yeah what was strange was he was talking to regular banner why is that oh like because in 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 last a... time we saw that's right he, he was... was banner hulk he was i don't remember Smart the hulk. official there's an official title not banner hulk it's a something else uh it's like professor hulk i think or something like like dr hulk or professor yeah, hulk something like yeah, that yeah yeah but smart hulk um, the hulk joseph that's will, under the control jo- joseph will correct me he knows the the one the one in but, Endgame. um but yeah he was he was banner hulk um and in that post credit scene he was not that's so interesting. That what a what a what a thing to catch there, Kev. Because yeah, um, so I'm like I'm not sure if that means that he reverts back at some point, or oh, if that post credit scene was supposed to be somewhere earlier in the timeline. It could have been.
1: Or when it... did he become Banner Hulk? Was it? It was. It was after Infinity War, right? Yes, it was after Infinity War. But it was
0: in that like chunk of time between the Thanos snap and um them defeating thanos like them meeting back up going to, to go fight thanos yeah but captain marvel was there and
1: but and she only had just arrived when they go to fight thanos a second time yeah. so it can't be it can't be before that right because she's not she's not there she's not really a part of the avengers until then well right? she
0: she came in for a little bit in an infinity war She didn't come in an affinity. It was before they... She came in a little bit before we met Banner Hulk, I believe. She was like right at the beginning. I want to say she was right at the beginning. She was at the
1: beginning because she saved Tony. Yeah. out in space and she came in but that was how she met them and then they went yeah. to go fight thanos right after that yeah like so right that conversation
0: that. definitely wouldn't have happened before that so it has he to be a post to have control reverted. thing
1: yeah okay so it has to be in he has control over it yep. he could just turn hulk whenever
0: yeah it's it's either a revert or a continuity error that they didn't catch which i highly doubt
1: which is, I mean, I I assume he would be able to revert because I don't yeah. think he would want to stay Hulk all the time, well, forever, twenty four seven. He kind of made it
0: sound like he preferred it that way because then he wasn't so like mindless, ragey, but he's like he still had control over his brain, but he was protected, kind of thing. Like oh, I he guess actually, that makes sense, yeah. he actually seemed pretty happy with the adjustment.
1: I kind of always liked the Hulk as a separate personality, though. It was yeah. always very cool.
0: No banner, only Hulk. Hey. <laughs> you banner friend.
1: <laughs> um.
0: Ragnarok, amazing. Um, but yeah, so that was that was an interesting one. That like, I I want to do a little more of a deep dive into what happened there because I do want to know where specifically that cre- end credit scene takes place uh takes place chronologically yeah i want to figure out what had like if it was a i got tired of being hulk and i was able to revert or if it was like you know i took a fucking uh super erectile dysfunction pill and (laughs) you know it finally wore off you know i had an erection lasting longer than four hours and that was funny (laughs) (laughs) um yeah anyway but what uh, they were
1: talking about though <laughs> what they gathered shang chi for was the was dr strange's spell right wasn't it i think
0: so i think that's
1: what they were Which talking about
0: makes me wonder if what that was if that end credit scene like them talking there why he ended up back as banner instead of the mix was also a part of the multiverse breaking and him doing that spell like if that might have been another effect of the spell
1: Oh, that'd be interesting. That's a good so, call.
0: Makes cause me wonder because, like, at that point, he also knew that Spider Man was Peter Parker. Did Banner ever meet Spider Man? I'm pretty sure he did. They should have, because well, they brought they brought Spider Man in in uh, Civil War, so he's been like in and out with the.
1: Was Bruce in Civil War? I don't remember him being in Civil War. No, he was in space at the time. He was yeah.
0: He was in in. Uh, ragnarok the yeah the other place in ragnarok but like he would have been around with the the avengers i don't know if they shared any screen time i don't think together. they shared
1: screen time is what i think no I they think did they,
0: because uh they all fought together in the in um end
1: well the final battle sure yeah. but i mean i just never saw them interact but i don't I know mean, if they i don't know if he even i don't even know if he
0: even talked to peter who knows? Um, but yeah, I, uh, it's one of those. Yeah, I'd have to. It's been so long since I've watched all of those. I need to rewatch all of them again. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of those. Like, I, I super wonder if that spell is what, like, what caused that change. And the other thing I'm getting things. from this is that the ten rings are powerful as fuck. Oh yeah, extremely.
1: Right, they're incredibly powerful because. A, I mean A, you're immortal, you don't age or die from disease. And B, are they just strong? Are they just powerful waves of like power? Or do or do they have different powers for each ring?
0: I'm not sure. It wasn't really specified a yeah, lot they didn't of information really to the on rings them themselves
1: like, a whole lot, did they? No. They just kinda they were the rings. 'Cause I and I've told you this before, but in um the old series I used to watch, Iron Man Armored Adventures as a kid, the rings were in it, but mm-hmm. they were like hand rings. Mm-hmm. And they all could do different things. They all had yeah. different powers. So, I don't know. It's it's I, I kind of hope to see a little more of the rings and, like, maybe they're going to dissect them in a later movie and be like, ah, this is what they're for. But I well, hope they're not just there and then gone.
0: It's fairly clear that they're going to keep Shang-Chi around. And since he does have the rings, I don't see why he wouldn't continue to use them like whenever he's actually performing superhero duties anyways um Uh, in which case like i'm sure we'll get a better look into like what they do and how they work outside of just like i hope
1: so man i hope it's like not his power you know like oh that's just his power you know because he's just a normal guy otherwise
0: yeah he's just a very very martially trained uh person yeah (laughs) individual no other
1: powers um another um, thing that's kind of a cool possibility is like what else is out there in terms of creatures right because that soul eating creature thing uh, damn uh, i want more of that because I know, that right? was so cool and plus people actually died in that movie like yeah. they straight up died
0: yeah they, yeah souls were up sucked died and, were and
1: couldn't go to heaven yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah their souls were devoured
1: which is also an important piece of uh continuity or like canon i guess souls exist in yeah in the yeah. mcu that's confirmed they exist so now if anything ever plays around with the soul what look like you're thinking hard brain blasting sorry
0: i just had a random thought um the last the last time that i remember seeing nick fury on stay like on screen the last time I... Like, I could be remembering wrong. It's possible that I'm just tired and losing track of things. But the last time I remember seeing Nick Fury on screen in the Marvel movies, he was being impersonated by those uh, shapeshifter aliens by Captain, from Captain Marvel's universe. Like, their thing. So, unless I'm not remembering correctly, we still don't know what the fuck happened to Nick Fury. <laughs>
1: I was gonna ask that question eventually <laughs> because he just disappeared.
0: Like it just—it just, it just occurred he? to me that like we haven't seen him in a couple of movies. He got Thanos
1: snapped. That's what happened. But then he should have come back. But
0: yeah, he can't. He was returned so since by Infinity the, War. Yeah, but we, but we haven't seen a
1: word from him.
0: No, not that I remember. It's possible I'm remembering remember wrong, either, but, but I don't. No, remember. I can't yeah.
1: think of any. He wasn't in Endgame. That's for sure. We would have remembered that. He didn't help in Endgame. S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't even in Endgame, right? I don't even um, remember S.H.I.E.L.D. being in there. Oh, well, no,
0: S.H.I.E.L.D. had been long disbanded by then. Because, well, yeah, but uh, they still had the carrier and all that, didn't they? Like the, the ship? No, the the closest thing they had to S.H.I.E.L.D. was there were some operations that were being led by uh, Black Widow. Okay, yeah. She was doing stuff. Oh, like right, 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 right. Similar to what S.H.I.E.L.D. was doing before they started moving to, you know, being obviously Hydra. Um, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm no, not remembering, yeah, I'm not remembering anything from so maybe he came back it? from
1: the Thanos snap and was like, man, this is my chance. <laughs> I got to yeah. start a new life. <laughs>
0: Cause like he wasn't in black widow either.
1: Oh the yeah. Black that widow was another movie. movie. I didn't watch. well, that was a, that's a. That's a prequel, right? Or not a prequel, but that's a that's a flashback to after yeah. Civil War, right? Yeah, or it right was before. like a
0: before yeah. So that's it was a, well, it was before she was running things like she was part of SHIELD. Like yeah, I wanna say that was actually, yeah, before before Civil War because she talked about inner fighting be with her friends War, and yeah. So that one was a, a ways back. So that one didn't matter anyway, but did you hear that Shang Chi uh outgrossed? black widow
1: by a shit ton
0: i'm not surprised
1: i'm not either but um honestly i loved black widow no i'm sure i heard i've heard it's a really good movie but i guess it just wasn't very kind in the box office
0: it made me laugh really hard there were a lot of people okay in its defense there were a lot of people that chose to watch it on disney plus instead of watch it uh, in the movie theaters. Which
1: is why Scarlet I don't remember
0: assuming. if Shang-Chi... I don't think Shang-Chi released on Disney+. Plus. Nope. I think it released just in box it office was first. Only,
1: they even made a point to announce
0: that. They even said it was only in theaters. Yeah. Black Widow was supposed to be...
1: Like, Theater I know exclusive. we talked about this before. Black yeah. Widow was
0: supposed to be theaters only, and they screwed scarlett johansson out of a shit ton of money for it
1: so they just settled i don't know if you knew about Did that they, but they okay. just settled i didn't that. follow the I case i think they any. settled on like 170 million or something like that Hefty price tag i mean yeah. fucking yeah she well, missed yeah. out on a ton of money from yeah. box office man
0: yeah she missed out on shit tons because, i mean i'm yeah, glad her... i get to watch
1: it on disney plus because yeah. i have disney plus but
0: Fuck. That's- but yeah, her her salary negotiation, or like her her yeah her salary negotiation, like a major portion of it was based specifically on box offices, and in her contract, it they clearly stated that they would release it theaters only first, and, she's the, and then put it on Disney
1: Plus. She's the number one actress in the world right now.
0: Well, they they got rid of her. They fired her too. That was it.
1: Uh, well, Eggman I should not have a character anymore, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. They did kill her <laughs> off really, in the current I, mean, I would love canon, to see a so. whole
1: Natasha backstory well, movie. Is that what Scarlet Witch yeah, right, Because is?
0: Thanos didn't kill her. It was never mind. Okay.
1: Yeah, she she dropped from the cliff. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Shang Chi though. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. We're, yeah, we're like rabbit holing
0: because all of a sudden we're starting to try and connect things, and we're like, "Wait a minute, what about?" There's just so much that minute, like. What about? Because <laughs> we,
1: were, I always wanted to talk about this stuff, but I, I just end up forgetting, and that two week gap that we had really messed with what I wanted to talk about because yeah, I, like I totally had a lot of shit, and then like. It went absent. Then I pick one or two, and then when we're talking, I'm like, "Oh
0: yeah, this." I know. I kept having to like remind myself, "What was I going to talk about this week?" Like, yeah. I did it. You can you can ask Maddie. I did it like four <laughs> times in the week leading up to the last recording, like four different times. I was like, "What was I going to talk about this week?" Oh yeah, this and this and this and this and this. Oh, and then I also need to talk about that because that now. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then, <laughs> like I did that several times. It's like. Oh boy, Kev,
1: what would you what would you give Shang Chi out, out of ten?
0: Out of ten, probably a seven and a half, eight.
1: That's exactly where I'm at. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say eight. I would give him an eight out of ten. Because
0: like I absolutely thought Venom, Let There Be Carnage was better. Like I oh, I said sure. that one I... was hands down easily a nine. Yeah, like yeah. absolutely a nine. But Shang Chi was still really good. So like I'd give it a seven and a half to an eight.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It was it was a fantastic movie. Um, it was. I mean, I feel like Shang Chi was more buddy cop than Venom was because of, <laughs> because of Shang, Shang and uh, I can't remember her name. <laughs> I can't yeah. remember
0: her character's name. Um, dude. It was it was something like Super American too. It was yeah, like yeah. Helen. It was like Julie or something. Yeah,
1: I think it was Julie actually. <laughs> but she did have a, a an actual name from her heritage. But uh, he mentioned it briefly.
0: Well, uh, like he asked what her given like her given chinese name was and she just kind of like she looked confused and then she said something and i almost think that it may not have actually been her given dude, that's kind of what like, i thought too because I feel like she, she says just it. threw something
1: out there yeah because she says it and then he goes <laughs> and then he goes um names are very important in our culture like he like he so like solely makes it seem like you just lied
0: to me i'm gonna kill you for it <laughs> like, like like yeah and so, uh, yeah, I, like I, the way that I saw it, I thought she just threw out a name. I thought that was what it was. So, cause I just, because of the way that they set that scene, it really seemed like it wasn't actually like, she was just, this is her name. Yeah.
1: But, um, <laughs> so Shang-Chi was a great movie. I'm excited to see what they do with him in the future. They did, they did a really good job of making him a unique character from all the Marvel cast because, uh, I always call it Marvel humor. Um, Mm -hmm. It's like that Marvel humor, which I mean, everybody loves it, but it's that humor that's like something happens and the show and the movie knows that it was like corny or shocking. Yeah. And so they make like a like, a I know that just happened kind of a joke. Um, But Shang-Chi kind of he seems more like a normal dude than any of the other. Yeah. characters in the MCU right now and i like that a lot um because peter's a kid so i, I don't count peter but
0: i also super super want to see what happens with the 10 rings now because they made it very clear that his sister took over the 10 rings and built yeah. a new like
1: i didn't even i forgot about his sister
0: a new, uh, like, entirely diverse uh like men and women but mostly women force out of that so I'm super interested to see where she takes the ten rings from there. Definitely,
1: it's gonna be. I I think a hundred percent they're gonna bring it in, like they did with the uh, um, with the army. <sighs> mm, what's that country called? Um, Black Panthers. Uh, Wakanda, Wakanda. Thank you. Uh, like they did with Wakanda and in, and in, in Endgame, you know how they were kind of an army in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess everybody was, but I feel like they're going to do something similar because they have huge plans for Eternals coming mm-hmm. out soon. I, have you seen I'm the trailer for, for one Eternals? One. Yeah, Me I too. Have. It looks huge. It's looking exciting, and they've they've done minimal marketing too.
0: Yeah, they did haven't made it very big, which is impressive because like it
1: looks like a very important movie,
0: and it looks like it's going to be really funny.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, I'm excited for it. And it looks like it's cause they were talking about, I think they, of course they mentioned the Thanos snap, but they were saying in the trailer that I saw, it was something about like, there's a bigger, there's something even bigger than the snap yeah. coming. They were like, there's oh a God, bigger the
0: name of that villain? threat.
1: Yeah. I can't remember.
0: Oh, it's he's connected to silver surfer. Uh, it's the, the destroyer that um Silver Surfer talks about coming. Galactus, Was that Galactus? Is, that, is it
1: Galactus or is that DC? It's Galactus. Galactus is the eater of worlds. He, he eats worlds in the universes. Oh, maybe that. it is Galactus. Is that Galactus? I don't know if that's connected to Silver Surfer or not. I don't know. But, uh, they definitely, but they definitely mentioned a bigger threat than yeah. Thanos. They were like, this is bigger than Thanos, so we have to get ready. And I'm yeah. fucking pumped for that because you honestly, know it's not coming in internals, but you know that they're mentioning it.
0: Honestly, I hope they bring Ego in. I really do. Ego. Who's ego, that? Ego. So in one of the multiverses connected to the um, Marvel universes, Um, there is, where the Infinity Stones came from is actually from a god known as Ego, who got tired and bored of existing and decided to, for fun, split herself into the Infinity Stones. However, there's one Infinity Stone that is a part of that collection that has not been addressed in the Marvel Universe, the Ego Stone. And combining those what? seven stones together rebuilds and brings back Ego herself.
1: Oh, so there's still one stone.
0: Assuming that's, that's what the they're canon. following. Yeah, like if, they, if they're if they all, in way. one of the other universes where the Infinity Stones aren't from Ego splitting Thanos herself. those boys. <laughs> yeah. So, because that was one of the theories that was out there for the longest time about how they were going to defeat Thanos was that instead of instead of fighting him they were just going to find the seventh infinity or the yeah the seventh infinity stone the ego stone and add it to the gauntlet and it was gonna build ego back instead of like doing anything and then ego was just gonna be like oh you brought me back what the fuck and kill him or something interesting i've never
1: heard of this character
0: um it was quite the rabbit hole of research that I ended up in when I was uh, discovering. Kind of sounds that. <laughs> like it. <laughs> well, Theorizing is always that but, way. Yeah, so that's honestly like that's something that could come into play down the line because uh, ego was not really good or bad. Ego was just all powerful. A oh, god and yeah. did whatever <laughs> she wanted. Mm. So like, if she wanted to do something good, she did something good, and good things happened. If she wanted to do something bad, she did something bad, and bad things happened. And then she got bored and went, eh, and split herself into seven stones. So, if they do end up going down that direction, there is the possibility of bringing Ego into this. In which well, case, especially if they're breaking up the multiverse, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's a, there's a a lot of potential for a lot of cool things to happen uh, coming up with the Marvel movies because of their breaking the multiverse thing going on with No Way Home. So well,
1: I mean, like always, time will tell. Um we speaking are speaking of at time.
0: <laughs> we are at knew, that time. Yeah, I knew we were <laughs>
1: <laughs> tried to segue best I could into that. Um we oh, one thing I do want to mention before we go. Um I just checked our analytics like the other day. We were mm-hmm. at five hundred and something plays, I think. Which I mean is is plays. So I mean, mm-hmm. don't know how long y'all were listening for, but like heck, we're growing, and we have like twenty six or something unique no, uh, unique listeners or followers.
0: I haven't checked Spotify. Um, that's what stuff Anchor was telling me.
1: Yeah. So that's just on Anchor and RSS. Their stats are even lower,
0: but I don't know. But it doesn't Not tell me. a lot of people use RSS to nah. to listen through. And it seems like a lot of people are either using Anchor, Spotify, or Apple Podcast for their like podcast listening yeah um so and it seems like the rss feed only catches those obscure ones and people who listen through directly through the rss so like i'm happy to keep but it was picking up like the player fm stuff and a couple of other ones but it didn't seem to pick up spotify anchor or um apple podcast so
1: but it definitely looks like we're growing and um Indeed. could not be more grateful for that <laughs> um tom was super excited that we mentioned him on the podcast <laughs> uh, and we did it again hello tom <laughs> <laughs> um so you know just thanks again everybody we we always appreciate you all listening um and if Tonight if today's podcast seems like we are a little low energy, we are recording super late. Yeah, way um, later I than didn't normal. get I didn't get free until about seven PM. Kevin doesn't get off till about six PM, so uh, I we're don't get home to, till like
0: six. I got off at five thirty, but I'm yeah. like two towns over when I get off, so
1: Yeah, we're trying to, we're trying our best to figure it out, but tonight we just we were just behind today and just not really super energetic. So that's why
0: it, it also didn't help that I got like three hours of sleep last night and then worked a ten hour day, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, what I meant by I'm dying at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, me
1: too, man. Well, hopefully uh, this was bearable. Hopefully we fixed the audio issue uh, on my end. It looks like it was all good and clean. So Definitely sounded success. good when we were
0: audio testing for the final test before we started. So Yeah,
1: again, sorry about that, guys. We're going to watch it from now on. Um,
0: extra extra vigilant which is what we said after the issue with the second episode we just we hey got man too... that was a
1: solid 15 episodes that yeah, we did you know <laughs>
0: we got we just we got too antsy because we hadn't recorded in a while we were just super excited so we were like oh sounds good moving on let's go yeah our bad well and with all that being said
1: thanks again for listening everybody we really appreciate it um, so we hope that you always stay safe stay happy and above all else stay nerdy We'll catch you on the next one. Have a wonderful evening.